Welcome to the NRSNG.com podcast, the podcast created by nurses for nurses. Are you ready to take your learning to the next level? Sit back and crank up the volume. Here's your host, John Haas. Hey, everybody. This is John, RNCCRN, with the NRSNG Prioritization Podcast Series. Thank you so much for joining me. Those who have subscribed to the show and shared the show, I greatly appreciate it and um, can't thank you enough. For those who are new to the show, this is just a, a series about prioritization. The reason we're doing this is because a lot of uh, nursing students and nurses have reached out to me over the last couple of weeks and expressed um, kind of questions and concerns about how to prioritize their time how to prioritize what they should focus on, and how to know you know what's most important when they're working. Let me just be very clear and say that that is the hardest part about nursing. Um, a lot of times when I talk with new nurses and, and uh, nursing students, I say the, the only thing that most of us need to improve on is noticing everything all at the same time, always. And it's just very hard to know exactly what to prioritize. <clears throat> so because of that... Um, I, I decided to kind of make this podcast and talk about some of the things that should be prioritized and how to kind of organize your time and your energies when you are trying to take care of patients the best way. Okay, so that's what this show is about. If you head over to nursingstudentbooks.com, nursingstudentbooks.com, you can find all of our uh, ebooks available. Um, you don't need a, a Kindle app or, any, or Kindle or anything. You just need the uh, Amazon Kindle app. You can view them on your computer. You can view them on your tablet or on your phone and read these books from anywhere. Some of the books are also print, so they're available wherever you're at. Okay, in our first two episodes, the first episode we talked about patient safety. I believe that's the first thing you need to focus on when you're prioritizing your time. The second podcast we talked about the ABCs, airway, breathing, and circulation, and that is an incredibly close second to safety. They really go hand in hand. <clears throat> and thirdly, we're going to talk today about pain. Now, it might seem kind of weird that I'm, I'm prioritizing pain as the third thing to focus on. Um, but if we think about it, pain, it's, it's one of the, the things that, that is really hard for us to, um, to kind of gauge in our patients. So a lot of times, you know, in nursing school, we talk about how pain is the fifth vital sign. And the reason for that is because it is something that we cannot quantify ourselves. We can't look at a monitor and see what someone's pain is. We can look at a patient, we can try to assess it, but it becomes very hard as your patients become um, nonverbal or they're unable to really express pain appropriately. Um, and the hard thing is, too, is that everybody interprets and feels and responds to pain differently, both culturally um, and, you know, between men and women and between children and adults. And just as we age, we respond differently to pain. And again, especially as patients become um, nonverbal, it becomes hard for us to be able to assess the pain. So we can use things like vital signs to try to assess that. We can use how well they're responding to the ventilator. And we can use kind of how active they are in the bed to determine, to give us a gauge on pain. Now, the reason that I... I prioritize pain below ABCs is because, as we know, a lot of the interventions that we have for pain medically 
are going to be opioids and opiate, opiate agonists. So what these things actually do is they go in and they affect the CNS, the central nervous system, and they cause a general CNS depression. And by doing that, it, um, it can alter the way that we perceive and respond to pain. So it has that positive impact there on how we actually respond to pain. However, unfortunately, by de decreasing um, our CNS, it also will play the negative role of lowering heart rate, blood pressure, and respirations. So that is the reason that I place pain below ABCs and safety. Now, and, and let's go into that a little bit deeper. So if we have a patient <clears throat> who comes in and their blood pressure is incredibly low, their MAPs are, are hovering right at 60, maybe just a, a tad below, their respirations are, are, um, are very low, they're having a hard time getting air, um, and their pulse, you know, is 40, it wouldn't be the wisest thing for us to give a patient, you know, three milligrams of, of morphine or, or some Dilaudid or something at that time. The reason is because if we decrease the respiratory drive to the point that they're not breathing or if we decrease their heart rate to the point, um, you know, they go into like an idiovitricular rhythm or symptomatic bradycardia or something, then we've created a problem far beyond the patient experiencing um, a pain sensation. Okay, and we just barely recently had a patient come in just uh, on my last shift who came in with with blood pressures in the 60s over 40s um, and and was experiencing um, AFib with RVR um, and she was in an incredible amount of pain but the risk that we ran with giving her the pain medication was that we had not stabilized her blood pressure yet so that was the first and most important thing we feel terrible for the patient that they're in that pain but we can't treat that pain and cause a greater hemodynamic problem that could potentially lead to death. Pain is uncomfortable. Pain is hard for the patient. It's hard for us to, to see our patients in pain, but they aren't going to die from pain. Okay? So that is why pain comes below ABCs. Okay? So in the same sense, if we think about patient safety as our number one goal, Giving them pain medication when they're hemodynamically unstable compromises the patient's safety, okay? Now, at the same time, so that's those that's kind of the circumstance of why we wouldn't uh, give pain medication even if the patient were to be in pain. Now, there are other things that we can do. We can do ice packs. We can do compression, elevation, um, heat packs, things like that to try to relieve pain, you know, possibly a Tylenol or something like that, but we can't be doing things that are going to compromise the patient's safety and ABCs. At the same time, one of the most annoying things to patients and to family members is for them to hit the call light, say they're in pain, and then to see their nurse um, chatting, chatting it up or laughing or walking around or eating a snack, okay? If a patient is in pain and they can receive pain medication, that becomes a priority for you, a very urgent priority for you. These patients deserve to be treated um, and addressed when they're in pain, okay? When a patient is in the hospital, their priorities become your priorities, 
Okay, I, I think that's the best way that I can think to express that is that their priorities, their needs become your priorities. Okay, you're no longer on your schedule. I'm no longer on John's schedule. Um, I'm doing everything I can to ensure that my patients are safe and well taken care of when I'm on shift and when I'm taking care of them. Okay, and pain is a very real sensation that our patients have, and we need to treat that. Okay, we need to treat it quickly. Um, if they're in pain, we don't say, okay, well, let me finish this charting real quick and I'll be in there in a second. Okay. What we do is we go in there and we assess the pain. We determine where it's coming from, why they're having it, what type of pain it is. Okay. And we educate our patients on the pain. One of the best things that always works really well that I found works is you can tell your patient what their pain medications are, what they do, and when they're allowed to have them and why we're not just going to give them pain medication at any moment. Um, and kind of educate them that they need to call us when they're in pain, if they're, if they're capable of doing so. Um, that we're not just going to sneak in the room in the middle of the night and inject some Dilaudid into their IV. That they're actually going to have to be awake and experiencing the pain so that we can assess that and determine um, the reason for it. Now, every time that you get pain medication, it really is important to assess it. You need to assess if it's new, um, if it's a different kind of pain, Especially, I, I guess, you know, I, I, I work on the on that neuro floor, and so I'm always checking for neuropathic type pain. Are we having neuropathic type pain? Are we having surgical pain? Or are we having a new type of pain that maybe um, would bring up different concerns? And that's going to vary somewhat depending on the type of floor that you work on. Um, so if you work on a, on, a, on, a, on, you know, on a surgical floor, orthopedic floor, um, you know, the, the reasons that your patients might experience new pains may be different than if you were to work on a med surge floor or, you know, in an ICU. Um, so that's really kind of the basics of pain. I truly believe pain is very important. If you have a patient, you know, and here, here comes the hard part. You have four patients, right? Um, three of them are stable. They all want medications or they all have medications due you know, one patient has, you know, um, their protonics do. Um, and you're, you're in that room and you're getting prepared. You know, you're thinking of giving that patient their protonics. And then another patient calls and says they're in an excruciating pain. Okay, what becomes the priority? Protonics or um, the pain? Well, the pain becomes the priority. You never know how long you're going to be stuck in the other patient's room giving them that protonics. Protonics isn't urgent. You know, we're not going to save someone's life. Um, by giving protonics right now, and we're not going to um, affect patient satisfaction or anything like that by giving protonics right now. However, getting going into that room and giving that protonics, and then the patient wants to talk, and then they need water, and then they need ice, all of a sudden you've delayed giving the pain medication 30 minutes. So pain, giving that pain medication becomes the number one priority, okay? And then now, going back to the other things, if, if you have a patient who wants pain medication, but you have another patient who needs to be intubated, of course, intubation comes before that. Um, if you have a patient who needs pain medication, but their pressures are not stable enough to get it, pressures become the priority. Okay? So, I hope, that's, I hope this is all starting to kind of come together. Okay? I hope that, you know, we're starting to kind of make sense of everything um, and kind of what you would really focus on. Um, you have two patients next to each other. One just got out of the restraint and they're intubated and they're reaching for their tube, but you're on your way to another patient's room to give them morphine. What becomes the priority? 
the airway, the safety. You got to get take care of the patient who's about to pull their tube out and compromise their airway over getting that pain medication. You'll get it there. Okay, and that's why we work with other nurses. That's why we have techs. There's things that, that that we can have other nurses do for us. You can say, "Hey, I need to take care of this patient." And here, I have can can someone address the pain situation in on my other patient's room? Okay, so that's how we can kind of take care of uh, <clears throat> more than one thing at once. You need to develop good, strong relationships with the nurses you work with, so that you can always um, have someone to rely on if if you become incapable of of uh, addressing two priorities at once, okay? Um, so that's kind of where pain comes in this, and that's why pain would be after your um, safety and after your ABCs. But pain comes so high on my list of priorities because it is incredibly important. And the last thing you want to do is to have patients need pain medication or have serious pain and, and your lollygagging through the halls and messing around okay so that's uh that's the podcast for today prioritization series number three if you want to contact me you can email me directly contact at nrsng.com you can leave a comment on the blog um, nrsng.com or if you want to see all of our books you can head over to um, nursingstudentbooks.com and i would love to hear from you love to um, chat and uh just thank you so much for supporting the show. <clears throat> um, we are going to be very close to our goal of 30,000 downloads this month. So thank you so much. Um, you guys are awesome. You can do this. Um, and uh, thank you so much for all the positive feedback we've gotten. Have a great day. Want a 20 page sample of the ebook 140 Must Know NCLEX Meds? Visit NCLEXMeds.com to download your free PDF sample today.